And welcome everybody here to the Cliff Notes Podcast. This is a very special Week 5 MIAA post show. We're going to recap the big game between Northwest Missouri State and Missouri Western. I had the opportunity to go and cover the game for the podcast tonight. And we're going to give a full recap of the game tonight. Plus, we have post-game sound tonight from both Coach Rich Wright of the Northwest Missouri State Bearcats and Matt Williamson the coach of the Missouri Western Griffins, and we have a very special post-game interview with one of the voices of the Northwest Missouri State Bearcats, Matt Tritton. He's a good friend of mine, used to work at KK2 with him, a former colleague, a friend, so it's good to get him on the podcast for the first time to talk about a Bearcat victory. So let's not waste any more people's time. Let's go ahead, let's recap tonight's big matchup. We're going to Tonight, it was Northwest Missouri State and Missouri Western. 6,027 people attended the ball game tonight. Um, Missouri Western would start out the game by getting the ball. Uh, they would punt on their very first possession. And then Missouri Western would get the ball back on a fumble. It was a weird fumble. Mike Hohensee threw a pass, hit, hit one of the players in the helmet. And I thought, personally, coming from the... Um, Looking at the sideline was a dead ball, but the referee threw the beanbag down. Um, one of the Griffiths happened to pick up the ball that was defensive um, lineman Brandon Johnson picked the football and ran 56 yards for a score. That at the 10-3-1 mark, that would put Missouri Western up seven nothing. Unfortunately for the Griffiths, that would be the only score they would get on the night. Northwest capitalized on the very next drive on a on a seven play 81 yard strike. From Mike Hohensee to Cole to Cole Hembro to tie the game at seven. Now Missouri Western on this had an interception by Devin Brown called back due to an offside penalty. That penalty was one of ten on the night for the Griffiths. Bearcats would come back at towards the end of the first quarter to score on a 40-yard Cole Lamel field with 20 seconds left in the quarter to put Northwest up 10 to 7. And that would be the score we would end the first quarter with. In the second quarter, we scoring would pick up a little bit. They would score on an Al McKellar one-yard touchdown run, which was set up on a 72-yard strike from Mike Hohenzee to Amani Donadell. That Al McKellar run puts Northwest up 17-7 to at the 10-32 mark. After another Missouri Western punt, Mike Hohenzee would hook up again with Donadell, this time on a 17-yard touchdown to put the Bearcats up 23-7. Donadale would finish the game with three catches and 105 yards and that score. That score happened to come at the 621 mark of the second quarter. Missouri West get an interception towards the end of the quarter. Colby Cummings would pick off um, third-string quarterback Joseph Krause. Griffiths would kneel on the ball to, to send the game to half. The halftime score would be 23-7. to Third quarter, no scoring in the quarter, but there was a turnover forced by Northwest's Isaac Volstead. He would force um, Griffin backup quarterback Reagan Jones to fumble. That fumble would be recovered by Tyler Miller. Miller had a big game tonight, wreaking havoc tonight. Miller stepped in a lot due to an injury on the defensive line for Northwest from Noah Williams. So Tyler, Green, or Tyler Miller, among other players, stepped up to fill that void there for Northwest. In the fourth quarter, Al McKellar would add a two-yard touchdown run. That would be a second on the evening to extend Northwest's lead to 30-7 to at the 6:26 mark. McKellar would rush for 77 yards in the fourth quarter alone at 173 and two scores on the evening. 
with that to be the last score of the game. Northwest wins her eighth straight game in the series. 30-7 was the final score. The Bearcat defense would hold Missouri Western to just 100 yards of total offense, including eight rushing yards. Now, remember, I did say on the pregame show that Northwest held UCO to negative 23 rushing yards in the game. I don't even know if this Northwest rushing attack has given up 100 yards all year in total. That's very, very impressive. We had an opportunity to catch up thanks to John Dykstra of the Maryville Forum, who sent over some posts from Coach Rich Wright talking about his defense and their performance this evening. We, we talked about it all week. You know, I can tell you that now, John, that, that we all had to play a little bit better. Um, we didn't have to do anything. We didn't have to do anything different, but we had to execute the other 21 guys had to do their job just a little bit better. And I felt like we did that tonight. Um, our pass rush was really good all night. Um, we tormented that kid, he was running around. And you know, when you can do that with four, and that's really predominantly what we rushed with all night, uh, there's a lot of good things that can happen. And our back end didn't give up the big plays. And you know, if you, if you remember back early in the season, my big disappointment was the explosives. And we talked all week that if we, we felt like if Missouri Western couldn't hit us with explosives, they were going to have difficulty, you know, navigating the field against us. That was Northwest Missouri State head football coach Rich Wright. Again, that sound was courtesy of John Dykstra of the Maryville Forum. Thank you so much, John, for letting me use that on the podcast. I did have an opportunity to also get some sound from Missouri Western head coach Matt Williamson after tonight's loss to the Bearcats. He said he challenged his team after tonight's loss. He said it's gut check time for the Griffs. Huge disappointment. Um, it was, uh, we're struggling. Um, we're struggling executing uh, consistently. Um, we have not, um, and, and this is just all three, three phases of the game. Um, very, very, very frustrating. Uh, but, uh, He's uh, we're gonna we're gonna find a way. I want it one hundred percent. We're gonna find a way. Uh, we're gonna make sure that we get these corrections made. Um, I know our kids will always play hard. Uh, they want to win. They care about this program. Um, but the execution part of it, discipline, um, penalties, um, field position, field possession. You're gonna lose. I mean, you'll lose every football game if, uh, if we continue to do that. Um, and I know that we won't. We'll get it fixed. Um, but we've 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 got a we got. I just told them in the locker room we got a gut check, um, one hundred percent gut check. Uh, look at ourselves uh, in the mirror. Um, that was a good football team that we played. Um, but you know, I told our guys too. You know, they played. You know, the team played hard. Um, but I mean, we're we're delivering uh, delivering wins on a platter, um, and it's uh, very frustrating. I know they're frustrated too. Um, I challenged them in the locker room and. Um, we're gonna get we're gonna get better. I can tell you that for sure. There's and you, there's good things that you you saw some good things in there, but there's not enough good things. If we want to be the team that we want to be, um, the elite team we want to be, um, we have to execute and it has to be consistent. Um, and it can't be flashes. If you just do flashes, you're just, you're you're just you know just blowing in the wind. So um, I'll get it corrected. Um, our kids will come out ready to rock and roll next week, and we'll be ready to go. That was Matt Williamson, head football coach of the Griffins. I also had an opportunity tonight to have a post-game interview with one of the voices 
of the Northwest Missouri State Bearcats. That would be Matt Tritton. Matt is a friend of mine and a former colleague from our days at KQ2. We talked about tonight's win at Missouri Western and a little bit of a short preview heading into next week as they host Pitt State. Here's my conversation post-game with Matt Tritton. And we're here on the Cliff Dust Podcast. We are recapping the big game between Northwest Missouri State and Missouri Western. Bearcats win tonight 30-7 to was the final score. Um, we are here with one of the voices of the, Missouri, of the Northwest Missouri State Bearcats. That would be Matt Tritton. Matt, how are you, man? I'm doing great, Cliff. How are you? I'm doing great. I know that you and I were just uh, both at the stadium. Another dominant performance by the Northwest defense tonight. Um, as I mentioned, 30-7 to was the final score. Um, Matt, just overall, just your thoughts on the ball game tonight. Uh, you know, I, I, obviously a great game for Northwest Missouri State. Uh, you know, battling some adversity, battling some injuries, and still able to come out with a dominant victory like that. Uh, the first drive of the game, Northwest was moving the football, and then looks like Mike Holmes, he throws an incomplete pass. They rule up a fumble, and uh, that goes back for a touchdown, and Northwest finds themselves uh, down 7 nothing. And so it's kind of how do they regroup, how do they react to all that, and you know, came out, moved the football well, put up a touchdown to tie it later in the first quarter, a field goal to take the lead. So, you know, offensively from that standpoint, they looked really good. The defense didn't give up any points throughout the entire football game. Um, really got after Missouri Western and Anthony Vespo and then later Reagan Jones when he came in and um, subbed in. So you saw that defensive line really go to work. Uh, a little nerve-wracking, I guess, Mike Coency little banged up and he left late in that second quarter and so to see you know Joseph Krause come in and the redshirt freshman and he's still trying to get his sea legs under him as far as NIAA football goes so you didn't want him to have to do too much and luckily that the running game carried Northwest offensively in that second half and Noah Williams also got hurt on that Bearcat D line you saw some other guys step up and make some plays like Tyler Miller Drake and Stella got in there a little bit so um, overall a really good game for Northwest Missouri State to see some depth come in and play like that, but also, you know, going on the road to an environment like that and get a W. Uh, Matt, talk about this Northwest rushing defense. Last week uh, they held UC Ho to negative um, 23 rushing yards. This week they hold a Griffin backfield to just eight. Um, just talk about just the how dominant this front seven has been just in the running game. Well, you know, Cliff, I mean, it's, that's the thing about Northwest and especially um, this run defense is it's, it's nothing new. I mean, you go back to the Scott Boswick days when Danny Woodhead's running at Shadron State and uh, Coach Boswick goes out to Shadron with this Northwest defense and absolutely shuts down a guy that was a Harlan Hill winner and went on to play well in the NFL. Now, granted, it's different coaching staff. It's different athletes. But year after year, that's the one thing that's uh, constant for Northwest is the fact that uh, it's going to be – tough sledding if you want to run football against these guys and, and a lot of it goes to coach Wright. he's a defensive line coach and he has those guys ready to go when you think about zach howard and sam roberts up front elijah green too and um, they are so good at controlling the line of scrimmage so that's one of the great things about this team is they can really make you one-dimensional and coach Wright believes there is still a lot of room to grow defensively for this team so um, it's going to be exciting to see them as they go in Week in and week out from here on, you're 4-0. You've had some good tests, and, and they've passed each one with flying colors. So uh, if, if a team is going to come in and beat Northwest, do you think it's going to be through the air? 
of course, we look down the line, and there's a game against uh, UNK that's late in October, homecoming at Northwest when T.J. Davis is in town. That'll be a very big test against that UNK rushing attack. But right now, I mean, you think about a traditional running attack where you're trying to hand the football off and go between the tackles, and it's just not going to happen against Northwest. Yeah, absolutely. So um, let's talk about the offensive rushing attack. Al McKellar with a big game on the ground, two touchdowns, 173 rushing yards on the ground. Um, talk about um, the all, your guys' All-American running back. I know that you guys just got him from the transfer portal um, this upcoming year. It seems like the rich get richer at Northwest Missouri State. Uh, talk about um, just the performance overall this season of your guys' um, All-American running back and Al McKellar. You know, whenever a guy like Al transfers in as, as late as he did, you kind of wondered what impact would he have and how good would he be. And, of course, he's putting up those numbers, but that was at Indianapolis, and that's not the MIAA, and what's it going to look like? But, uh, boy, he's the real deal, and it makes sense why he's a guy that has his name thrown around for that Harlem Hill because he runs so hard. He has great vision. He can cut on a dime. and just does a really great job of reading his blocks. And so it's rare that you see Al McKellar tackled behind the line of scrimmage uh, even if it's a short gain, he typically is falling forward, and it's usually not the first guy that's bringing him down. So he's been a lot of fun to watch and has really kind of turned into a leader for this football team, at least leading by example whenever you look at how hard he runs and how he goes. Devontae Green has maybe a little bit more speed and has really been electric for North back there when he's had a chance. I mean, he cut a short pass from Krause last week and took it 65 yards into the end zone. So they've got a really uh, – couple of really good running backs back there um, but as they would tell you too it starts with the offensive line and when you think about that left side of the line especially Gabe Bouts and Tanner Owen have been there for the last you know three or four years together of not missing a start and um, Owen's an all-American at Northwest Missouri State I think Mitch Goff's only a sophomore but he started every game his freshman year and now of course all four games his sophomore year and the question might have been on the right side of the offensive line with Dalton Hill and Nigel White but Uh, Those two, I think every week they look like they're getting better, getting stronger, um, understanding maybe their assignments more and really executing. So the running backs have been phenomenal, but a lot of it too is the holes that are getting opened up by those guys up front. And, um, yeah, that that puts a wrap there on uh, Northwest uh, 30-7. That makes the Bearcats uh, 4-0 on the season, 4-0 in the MIAA. Um, Matt, before we let you go, um, next week um, Bearcats are at back at home against Pitt State. Uh, do you have any initial thoughts on that ball game? You know, I, I haven't dove much in, uh, into Pittsburgh State or what they've done and, and the success they've found this year. A uh, bit of a close one today, surprisingly, against Missouri Southern. Of course, the lines are getting better, but you also kind of think Pittsburgh State and, and how good that program is, they might win it by more than four points. So um, it's going to be a rivalry game. You know, we've seen this game played at Arrowhead Stadium a lot. You know, um, that was the original fall classic for many years was Northwest and Pittsburgh State. So to have this game in Maryville, it's only the second home game the Bearcats have played this year since the Lincoln game was wiped out for COVID protocols. I think it's a big game. I think you're hoping for another 8,000 Bearcat fans in the stands. And, you know, again, duplicate what we saw tonight against Missouri Western. Be very stingy running-wise. And, you know, hopefully Mike Holmes, he's fine, gets back out there because in the short amount of time he plays, threw for over 200 yards and had a couple touchdowns was really efficient with the football. So if you can get numbers like that out of your quarterback and, and the way that defense is playing, you're going to win a lot of games. 
Absolutely. Hey, Matt, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. You you do a great job on KXCV and always doing a great job on the Bearcat Radio Network alongside John Coffey. I know that you've been a really good friend of mine for years, so it's um, really great to get you on the podcast finally. And um, thank you for coming on, and uh, good luck to you guys in your coverage next week against Pitt State. Appreciate having me on, Cliff, and this was old KQ two days when we used to work together. That was Matt Trenton of the Bearcat Radio Network. Thank you so much, Matt, for coming on the podcast for the first time. Other MIAA scores for Week 5 include Emporia State defeating Washburn 35-30. Penn State barely hangs on to defeat Missouri Southern 20-16. UCO breaks a three-game losing streak defeating Lincoln 69-28. Central Missouri gets their first win of the regular season defeating Northeastern State 41-10. And then the nightcap, in the nightcap, Nebraska Kearney had a 35-14 lead over Fort Hayes State in the third quarter, but Fort Hayes comes back to beat the Lopers 42-35 to give Nebraska Kearney their first loss of the regular season. We're going to run down the standings as a look after tonight's games. Northwest is on top now with a 4-0, with a 4-0 record. UNK and Pitt State are both at 4-1. The Lopers hold a little bit of a small advantage, a tiebreaker, with their victory over the Gorillas in Week 2. Three teams are at 3-2. and two. That would be Emporia State, Fort Hayes State, and Washburn all sit at the 3-2 and two mark. Three teams also sit at the 2-3 and three mark. That would be UCO, Northeastern State, and Missouri Western. U- UCM and Missouri Southern both sit at 1-4, while Lincoln sits at 0-4 in the MIAA. Now next week, our local teams, Northwest is at home taking on Pitt State. I think that starts at 1.30 next Saturday. And then Pitt, and then the Missouri Western is on the run at Nebraska Kearney. That is a 2 o'clock start in Kearney. <clears throat> I want to thank John Dykstra. Thank you so much, John, for um, sending that sound of Coach Rich Wright tonight on the field. Over. I appreciate that so much. Also want to thank Matt Trent of the Bearcat Radio Network once again for coming on the show. I want to thank all the listeners' support. Thank you all so much. You, I couldn't do this without you guys. Thank you guys so much. Um, thank you for giving me the opportunity to cover the MIAA on a weekly basis. E- extremely blessed and internally grateful for you guys' support. Thank you guys so much. Until week six of the MIAA season, thank you guys so much and take care, everybody.